Hello, Hello everyone. everyone! Welcome to Plan Spontaneity. It's Sade and Isabella. And every week we'll be inviting you to join us as we discuss the adventures of life. So get cozy. Hello everybody! Welcome to another episode of Plan Spontaneity. How are you, Isabella? <laughs> hello, hello! How are you guys doing today? Second week of 2021. Um, are we still allowed to say Happy New Year? We are, right, Chaddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep saying Happy New Year to people, yeah. <laughs> happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. Let's yeah. that one and it's your birthday. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we say Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy Tuesday. Happy um, Burn Spontaneity episode day. Uh, yeah yeah how are you doing today Shadi? good i've got a ridiculous amount of energy also I'm dr- i just realized i'm drinking latte which probably isn't the best thing but luckily when we record i tone it down so that no one so that i don't scare anyone away <laughs> i was gonna say did you have coffee because that normally triggers people it- Energy yeah, in a funny way. It was my workout because I, 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 yeah, I did the workout this morning, so I think that's given me energy. And then I thought, why not top it up with a bit of caffeine? Yeah, yes. why not? Yes, yes, yes. Great, love it. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. I also have lots of energy. I think um, I just like January. I just like the month of January. Um, I think my motivation normally goes quite high. Um, in, in the first month of the year. It's probably because I have all the ideas. I'm like, oh yes, great. I'm gonna do this and that and that, you know, and then um, eventually it fades away. But um, I'm trying to keep the things that are really important, cons- being consistent with those things. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I just cooked yeah. breakfast this morning. Because nice. I thought, why not? And it was nice. And I'm here now, ready to record this episode, ready to talk to you and all the people that are listening to us today um, about something really interesting, I think. Stay tuned. So we were thinking, because it's a new year, this is normally the time where you have so many friends talk about their sort of new year goal, new year resolution and all of that. And I know for many people, it's so, it's very strong in the first week and then as it goes on it kind of slips but we thought we would take this opportunity to talk about creativity and the different forms it might come in and all of that so yeah yeah I kind of feel like Shadi every year um that's what people are trying to do isn't I mean that's what I'm trying to do you're trying to be creative because normally the circumstances don't change automatically just because it's first of January uh, but you would just have that extra motivation to look yeah. at things in a different way. And yeah, so that's that's creativity in a way. And we will talk more about it, but that's how I see it as well. It's looking at the same stuff with different eyes. Uh, and it's quite exciting. It is. Now we know not everyone listening to this would describe themselves as a creative person. So in case that's you, bear with us, stay tuned. Um, we, we do actually believe that every single person is a creative person. But anyway, we were thinking, we, this got us thinking whether creativity is something that is solely for sort of people who have it naturally or 
if it is an ability that you have to work on in order to master it. Yep, yep, that's right. Well, what do you guys think? Is it a natural talent or something that you can train and get better at? Um, Shadi, as you're talking, it just, it just came to my mind how the name of this podcast is kind of, kind of gives that answer, isn't it? It's planned spontaneity. Yes. And for me, that's how I see it. I see that, yeah, there are people that are born with natural talents for specific things. Uh, but I see, as, as you said before, that everyone is creative in some way. Um, and if you, if you don't feel like, like you are yet, maybe it's because you haven't found the way that you were creative yet. Or, or maybe, um, which I think happens to me sometimes, that what is classified as creative, you know, painting and dancing and all, all of that stuff, um, singing, is the stuff that I enjoy, I like, but I can tell it's not, it's not my thing. Uh, the things I really like doing is talking and it's writing, you know, doing research and stuff. That's the stuff I really enjoy doing. <laughs> uh, but now I can see how that is also creativity, uh, being able to fix things you know, being someone who can think out of, out of the box, literally, just, just having new ideas, fresh ideas. Uh, I think regardless of, of using your body or your hands to, to actually create something, um, but creating something out of your imagination or making things better, for me, that's also classified as, as creativity. I think for me as well, Chad, I was thinking how um, my faith has a big influence on how I see creativity, because um, seeing God as the creator of the universe and all of that, seeing him as a <laughs> massive creative person, um, then with, him, with his creation, everything is creative, including us. So I think my faith also has a, a big influence on how I see creativity to other people. But at the same time, I can see how um, training and um, learning from other people, practicing, can make us better at the things that we already good. Um, and I can also see how even the things that we don't think we are naturally good at, if we train, um, you might not be the same as someone who has the natural talent, but you'll be able to do it. I, I remember Chad, my dad, my dad telling me, um, so basically my dad, my dad is a musician. So he plays lots of instruments, plays in bands when he was young and all of that. I can see Chad's face like, oh, that's new. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, my dad was a musician uh, when he was younger. And his, yeah, he was playing bands, got invited to play in lots of places. And um, his thing was drumming. So he loves drumming. That's the stuff that he really enjoys. Um, but he realized that not all the time, you know, it's hard to have a drum, drums at home and just keep, you know, drumming. Or it's just a bit, he thought, oh, maybe I should learn another instrument. Uh, that it's a bit easier to practice at home and that if I go to places you know I can play a song and people sing and just have a good time because with the drums it's hard to carry it around <laughs> and if I'm just drumming there people not be singing you know it's just, it's just a bit different <laughs> um, so he tried really hard to learn the guitar and and the keyboard and piano as well um, and I would look at him when I was younger because he would always be practicing at home uh, and I'll say, wow, dad, I want to, you know, play like you. I don't think I, because for me, it's strange. I don't think the connection between my brain and my hands is very good. <laughs> I'm very clumsy. 
and coordination is not my thing. Uh, so I tried, you know, I tried really hard. He tried to teach me, I went to classes and stuff, but it's just, I, again, I wasn't born with it. I really wanted to, and I was determined to try and to learn, but I could tell that it wasn't something natural. And I remember my dad saying to me, well, this, this is not natural to me. He said, I went to classes with other people that didn't really need to be there in the class. They were practicing, but they were really good. Um, and he said, and I knew it wasn't natural to me because I like drumming. <laughs> I don't like, you know, my thing is not playing guitar and stuff, but I thought I really want to do it. So I'll, I'll practice and I'll do it lots. I might have to practice more than someone who has a natural talent, but I'll, I'll practice and I will enjoy it and I'll achieve my goal, which is playing. And, and I said, oh yeah, good. And he actually plays really well. Um, he said, oh, no one ever become a professional, you know, um, musician and, and just get with guitars and, and keyboard and piano. Because uh, because my, my goal is, is really drumming and that's what I love and enjoy the most. But I want to be able to do the other things. And then, I don't know, there was something about what he said that just stayed with me that I thought, mm -hmm. oh, you know, that's true. Even if I'm not... Um, if I don't, if I don't have like the natural talent for something, um, I can practice. And then if I don't like, then it's fine. I don't have, you know, no one has to do anything. Um, but if I really want to, then why not tr try and be able to do it? So yeah, for me, it's a bit of a mix. You know, even if you're born with a natural talent, you can practice and become better at it. Um, and what does it even mean to be better at something creative? Does, does it really matter? You know, all these questions just keep coming to my mind as well. Um, does it matter too much what other people think? Or, or is it just about how you feel when you do the activity? Um, and, but I also think that if you really like something and, and you want to become better at it, that's why we have so many lessons in the world because it's available, it's all there for you to learn. YouTube now is amazing as well. Um, yeah. If you want to learn other things on podcasts, you'll be able to learn uh, Pinterest, you like drawing and all that stuff. And there's always space to learn, I think, and opportunity. But yeah, enough about me. What do you think, Shadi? <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. Um, just the term sort of like you know natural born talent, because I think even if someone does have a natural born talent, it still matches with someone who doesn't believe or perceive that they have a natural born talent in the sense that you still need to work at it so I think you still whether you can pick up I don't know let's say music for you just makes so much more sense than it does to somebody else and they have to really study it in order to get to the same level as the person who picks it up really quickly I think the same thing applies that there still needs to be hard work and skill and oh you have to learn the skill because no one's sort of I don't know no one's born and just can just pick up a piano and just start you know playing in this sort of beautiful way you still have to practice mm, and so keep practicing your art in order to develop and yeah so I, I'm thinking more about that that in some ways it means it doesn't really separate it doesn't really separate that person or the two different types of people which for me I feel like I feel like it makes it sound quite reassuring that whether you're natural born, whether you have a natural born talent or something that you don't have you still need to practice and I think the the thing that takes that person 
whether natural born talent or not, to a sort of higher level, I think it's just a passion. You need to have a passion for it because some people have a natural born talent, I do inverted commas, for, I don't know, singing, but for them, it's not, they're not remotely interested. They, they might sing in the shower or they might sing wherever, like as they're cooking, and it might be something that they like, but for them, they just think, nah, I'm not interested. They don't want to become a professional singer. They're not interested in singing lessons. It's just something they have. And then there might be, well, okay, singing is probably not the best thing to pick because there are some people who, um, yeah, maybe <laughs> it might sound as, I'm trying to say this in a really diplomatic way. It might not sound as nice to the ears when they sing, but if they can find, or if they can find a sort of really good <laughs> teach, I feel, I, I feel like I picked the worst one with singing, <laughs> but you know, there are some, there are certain, uh, yeah, there are certain, I guess, creative skills that if you have the passion, but it's not, it doesn't come naturally to you. If you work at it, then you can, it's fine. You can get at the same level. Yeah. It just might be slightly different. Yeah. I like, I like how you said that. That's true. That makes a lot more sense actually, I think, because um, the thing that actually differentiates one person to, to the other is the passion. So if they have the same passion, then they can achieve um, the same things. Um, yeah. And yeah, because you're right, even if people that have a natural talent, if they don't have the passion to do that, then, yeah. then it doesn't work, isn't it? Because you still need to practice, as you said, you still need to work on it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I find it interesting because um, I think for me, I, I had lots of creative ideas growing up. You know, I, want, I don't know if I ever told you, Shadi, but I wanted to be like a fashion stylist. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Why are you laughing? You kids, you can do it. Oh my goodness. For most of my like infancy, for most of my the years from my childhood, of my childhood, I thought I would be a fashion stylist. That's the thing I loved the most. And I love like creating combinations and drawing. I would draw like little dolls and drop clothes to it. Um, I would get my mom's clothes and create other clothes with it. I thought that was my thing. I honestly thought that's what I would do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm loving because now looking back, I can see how I can see how it changed, you know. Um, but I had all these big ideas, and then with time, I started to realize that. Um, other people um, had more talent than I had. Um, and it wasn't like I was like, oh yeah, they have more talent, therefore I'm gonna stop doing what I want yeah. to do. But I also really started to realize that I had all the passions, that, was, that, that wasn't the only one. Um, and that would probably have to work really hard at it. Because again, as I said before, my brain and my hands don't work well together. Like the coordination bits doesn't work. So for drawing, for, you know, making clothes, I thought, oh no. And I think that, you know what, it's funny, the thing that terrified me at that time is because I thought, oh, if you want to be a fashion stylist, you need to be really good at maths. And I hate maths. <laughs> so I don't want to do Because oh. of the measurements, you need to measure the clothes. <laughs> for me, I was like, no, I can't deal with that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, for me, it's really interesting because I bet other kids had the same idea that they wanted to be, I don't know, a fashion stylist or whatever. And then they realized they had all the passions and that you can always, you know, um, go and, and pursue these other things. 
and what, what you said about passion just made me think about that because we we might i think people have lots of different passions in life isn't it yeah, whatever definitely. at that time of your life you want to invest your time um and what comes easy for you so i realized that for me uh, talking come you know it's i love it uh, it's a passion but it's also i find it very easy and yeah. oh maybe I'll, i won't have to work as much <laughs> For that one then for you know becoming a fashion stylist would be too much so I just pushed that aside uh so yeah and I think also at the time like being a fashion stylist was all about uh, clothes looking really good and making sense but I think nowadays it's more of oh no you do your own thing you know especially in London yeah you do your own thing and I think if that was when I was a child I probably would have become a fashion stylist because I'm all about my own thing <laughs> much about following the rules or you have to do this because your body's like this and this fabric you know just you do whatever you want whatever looks good for you uh yeah spirit (laughs) i agree yeah even when you're talking about hands and your um hand and eye coordination not working really well i was thinking that i don't think that really matters that if you were to do drawing painting because there are people like you know picasso and all different types of artists who uh, just I think they just had their own style where it wasn't like they didn't do like realistic drawing mm, where you can sure. tell that that was a man they would do drawing and you didn't know if it was like a square a man a duck or a rainbow so <laughs> it well, like when it comes to creativity you can just it's it's quite freeing and there are no real rules anyway or rules are ma- made to be broken at least in the creative sense. So in that way, I feel like that applies to everyone. And also I think that creativity is just in our DNA from us cooking. If you think about it, we've got a bunch of um, ingredients that are in the fridge or cupboard wherever that at the present moment, they look really unappealing. And then you sort of put them together and you've got this amazing food. That's creative. Yeah, it's, um, it's, you, it is creative. Okay. You think about what you're wearing. Yeah. Sorry watch MasterChef and you will know yeah very creative <laughs> yes that was the best thing you could say I love <laughs> MasterChef <laughs> um yes and then you think about what you're what you're wearing whether you work wherever you work or um or whatever you're doing your day-to-day the things you've put together whether it's just all you're wearing is white so it's just monochrome white and black or whether you've got a splash of color for me that's creativity yes. when you put your makeup on or your jewelry or or whatever it might be. I think in every single day in our walk of life, we we are being creative. It's just that some, I think sometimes it can be like an autopilot, automatic, like just reach in the um, wardrobe, grab something, put it on, put on just, I don't know, butter on toast. And it's like, okay, there's nothing creative about that. But I disagree because I think you are creating something. It's just that nowadays, I think in this modern world, we've taken creativity to be this, massive thing as if it's like this elitist thing where it's all about skill and talent and I don't really think it needs to be I mean yes in some ways but at the same time not really I think it just we need to bring it down to how it feel how it makes us feel and what we were able to release we had an idea in our mind and then we created it and I think for me I think that's creativity whether it's born whether it's naturally in you or whether it's a skill you had to learn. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. That's so true, Shadi. Really, 
really liked what you said about passion. You know, I feel like that's the thing that's still on my mind. <laughs> that being creative is all about being passionate about something and um, putting work into it to become better or make this something easier for you. And I was thinking, do you think a person's like self-confidence can influence how creative they are? Because um, I was thinking just now that some, there are lots of things that, well, as I was talking about becoming a fashion stylist when I was younger, um, it was definitely a passion and something that I enjoyed. But I think I lacked um, self-confidence. And then slowly that passion was, you know, dying out um and even though it's still like you know putting combinations of clothes together and doing new things and messing you know uh with the style following the rules inverted commas and but also just doing my own thing um but i didn't become a fashion stylist as you can all tell <laughs> so something happened in that process that made me think that even though it was a passion and something that i really enjoyed I shouldn't pursue it. And now looking back, I think it might have been self-confidence and thinking, you know what? Yeah, I can do this. I can see other people have better skills than me at different things, but um, it's my passion, so I'll go for it. And I think that's something that might have been like in, my, in the way of, of actually becoming a fashion stylist and all of that. But it just made me think how, how one thing can influence the other, how having passion sometimes it's not the only thing we need to actually bring all their creativity out into the world. Um, so, yeah, w what do you think? Because I know you are in the process of writing a book, of publishing a book. And I wonder if you if you have moments where you think, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that's what I should do. Or, or yeah, where you feel like your confidence influences your passion um, as well. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I I'm think sorry. I'm sorry. This is a big question. Um, I was just thinking, yeah, it's really interesting actually, you know, but yeah, anyway, so I put you yeah. on the spot. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's good. Um, yeah. Self-confidence is, I do. I, so I would say yes. And I might say no, not might. I will say no. I would say yes. I think self-confidence is, I think self-confidence helps a lot. Self-confidence gives you the ability to, you know, believe in yourself, believe in your work. It, I think it gives you the drive to go for things um, in a different way than if you lacked that confidence, but you still went for it anyway. I think um, self-confidence gives you, I think there's a different tone to your voice, a different, um, you see your vision a little bit clearer. So I think self-confidence definitely helps and it does play a part in influencing what you do and who you are. Mm. But at the same time, I think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's needed because there are some people who will create and they might not, and they might lack self-confidence or they might have a lower self-esteem, but they still create anyway, because create uh, in their creation or creativity is almost like therapeutic and mm. that's their voice. So they, so they might, they might lack self-confidence, but they're still able to produce work. And I'm just going to think about like an artist, maybe in a, in a gallery, they might still have no confidence in themselves and probably no confidence in what they produce, but for whatever reason, they're now in that art gallery, in their exhibition, producing work and where they're able to talk 
through their artwork or through words about how they lack self-confidence or how they, I don't know, whatever it, it is. So I, th I think sometimes it can go hand in hand. I think sometimes, or it could, yeah, I think sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes it's not really needed because I'm thinking about that whole, when they talk about uh, courage and fear and being brave, about how, what is it that saying about courage? About um, oh, you need to be, courage is is when you're when you feel the fear, but you're still brave enough to go for it. Mm. So it, it's so that's what I think about. So you know, self confidence and creating stuff. Yes, great if you have self confidence in your work, in yourself, and you're able to go for it. I think that definitely helps. And I think it means that you're able to be brought back to that place where if your if your confidence is knocked, you can then bring yourself back up and you can believe in your work again and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I'm not sure it's really needed because with creativity, I think sometimes you find confidence in the creativity, but you can also still lose it. But it all, yeah, I hope that, so because you, yeah, no, that makes, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, as you're talking, I was just thinking how many artists, and I wouldn't even be able to name them all, um, actually used art as their way of expressing their feelings and expressing how sometimes they felt um, isolated or sad yeah. or, or lacking, as you said, self-confidence, self-confidence mm -hmm. in themselves. Um, and they created all these amazing piece of art pieces of art and then they 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 weren't recognized while they were alive and then later on people found out and said wow that's exactly how i feel or that's, yeah you know i wouldn't that's that's it that's what expresses my feelings or my thoughts at this moment but then the artist in itself never got their recognition for these things and um, maybe because of self-confidence, who knows, maybe because of circumstances, maybe because of social conditions, um, so many reasons, uh, but then now we look at the art and we think, wow, that's amazing. So you, you are right, you know, I think, um, I was just thinking about all the things that I enjoy doing that can be considered creative, you know, I love writing and journaling, and this year a friend gave me a journal, and I really want to start doing lots of things in the journal and just organizing things there um, and how much I enjoyed doing that when I was younger and how much it helped me with my anxiety actually as I did um, yeah not it wasn't drawings it was just like kind of lettering style of stuff and and just writing things down coloring you know just making things look good how therapeutic that was for me and how that helped me to cope with life when things got overwhelming um, and yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Cause as you see the work as well, I guess that can help with your self-confidence because like, look, I, even though I wasn't feeling well, or, or I didn't think I was able to do this, I, I made it, <laughs> it's out now. And then I feel as well, sometimes it helps when other people come and say to you, wow, that's really spoke to me that what, what you put that, what you painted, what, you know, the way you dance, the way you wrote this, the way you talked or whatever. And then people relate to that. And then it almost makes you feel like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. And in a way that helps boost the confidence as well, isn't it? Because yeah. you think, oh, yeah. even though I might not be recognizing that this is important, 
other people might be feeling the same and as a creator it's good for me and it might be good for someone else as well um yeah it's really interesting yeah really yeah and i think that's why the whole thing about you know putting in the work going back to the whole natural born talent or someone who has to work at it i think either way putting the work into it really is i think it's just it's it's almost like the probably the best advice that anyone can give another person because or a, a creative person because whether you have confidence or not whether you it's a natural born talent or not I think the more you put the work into it I think the more you develop and then it's almost as if I call it maybe the imposter syndrome when the imposter syndrome kicks in you can still say to yourself well actually learn to ignore that um that sort of a critical voice and say actually I'm going to focus on what I'm producing or I'm going to focus on what I'm doing in my job and you know you telling me that I'm not good enough or this isn't good enough or or I need to work harder and blah blah, blah. It isn't helpful so I need to ignore that and focus on what I'm doing so I think yeah sometimes with self-confidence or lacking self-confidence I think if you can learn to keep producing or keep doing anyway in spite of then it. it's good yeah in spite of it it's almost putting because feelings obviously everyone knows that we love feelings and we love emotions and all of that if feelings are great know, if you don't know listen to the latest to the other episode before this yes you get it <laughs> definitely <laughs> um, and feel, feelings are valid but at the same time because our feelings are so f- um fleeting and they are quite flaky in some sense I think sometimes you almost have to push it aside because sometimes it doesn't serve you. So sometimes you have to be like, actually right now, I can't listen to you and I need to do this because if I listen to you, you're going to, um, you're going to sort of push me back and you're, not, you're going to hinder me. So yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. No, that's very true. Sorry, I'm just like, oh, wow, yes, that is true. Like, rethinking, I think. <laughs> I, I hope other people are feeling the same or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking that lo- my life, we're thinking, yeah, that is true. Maybe I should have become a fashion stylist. <laughs> it's not too late to change, though, I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you, I'm taking that. <laughs> Next week, I will be here the, the newest fashion stylist. <laughs> You're going to call me next week saying, Shadi, I've changed my plan for my life. I'm going to be a fashion stylist. Well, oh, great. <laughs> oh, that was weird. When you said 2021, I was, I was thinking, oh, we're not there yet. Why are you talking about next year? I forgot. So thank you for the reminder. Good, good. Yeah, it's their year. All right, guys. So just to wrap up this episode, we thought we're going to ask three funny questions related to creativity somehow. (laughs) You'll find out. (laughs) Um, So the first one is, if you were a potato, what way would you like to be cooked? (laughs) I can't even finish the question. It's just hilarious. Oh my goodness, that's brilliant. Uh, if I was a potato, I would like to be cooked. 
you know what? I would like to be, yeah, turned into a packet of crisps. Mm. You know, I love crisps. Before you said it, I was like, oh, what was she going to say? But now that you said it, I'm like, yes, that's so... <laughs> you love crisps, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, honestly, my obsession is just ridiculous. Um, I think for me, I would love to be cooked. This is just surreal. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I had to do a pause to think of my answer. And then I was like, oh, why am I answering this? Anyway, um, I think I would love to be like French fries. Not, oh. not the greatest chips. I, I don't oh. know. Yeah, no, I want the skinny ones. The ones that's crispy that you put in your mouth and then it's like, crack. You know, I like the sound effect. I love it because they're my favorite. And I think if I was a potato, I would just think, look, so many of me here. Woo! <laughs> oh, I, love, I would love it. <laughs> okay, second question, because otherwise we'll never stop laughing at this one. When I dance, I look like... So what do you look like when you dance? I look like a constipated frog. <laughs> do you know what? It's not true, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I look like an elegant ballerina. <laughs> That's also not true. I'm just trying to imagine what is a constipated frog? I can't even think. <laughs> is it because it can't jump or it jumps really slow? Sorry, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm looking too much into this. Uh, <laughs> For me, I think, I don't think I've ever seen this in the UK, actually. Do you know, okay, I'm going to try to describe it and maybe be like, oh yeah, of course we have this here. Um, in front of like a petrol station, yeah. there's a giant... Oh, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, how do you call that thing? That um, inflatable sort of um, animated man thing with a wavy hand and it goes down and it comes back up and yeah, people yeah, know. That's me dancing. <laughs> that's brilliant especially the bit where there is no more air have you seen like sometimes in petrol oh, station there's no more air and then it's just like going to the side really tight <laughs> and then suddenly it's almost like my favorite song comes out and then I'm like woo back on <laughs> I feel like everyone would relate to that that's great yes. I cannot think of the name, but that I know that's how I look like when I dance. I can tell. <laughs> At least that's how I feel like. <laughs> okay, next one. If you could pick up a new skill in, in an instant, what would it be? For me, it's handstand. Handstand, okay. Mm. For me, I think it would be... Sorry, now I have to think which one. Um, in one instant, I think to be honest, I think I would love to be like making jewelry, you know, putting oh, like a nice. in a ring and then hopefully getting the ring or stuff to myself. Uh, but <laughs> learning the skill because it's something that you need a lot of concentration, and again, it's that thing that I don't think I'm very good at, which is the connection coordination. You need very yeah. good coordination to do that. Can you imagine if you get something wrong and it's like a diamond? Hopefully, you can change it, but. I won't have to worry about that because I'll pick up that skill in an instant. That's true. Um, sorry, I've changed my mind. It's okay. saxophone. Oh, saxophone, yeah. yeah, or the or the violin. Can I just pick both? <laughs> <laughs> the violin is really hard. I've tried to learn the violin. Yeah, actually, to learn. 
I picked that one because it's so hard. And apparently the saxophone, oh, I picked both of them and the handstand. I picked three of them. <laughs> yeah, singing. I would love to sing, like to be a professional singer, not to make money, just because singing's fun. To be able to do all the like, that's it, you're there. Everyone that's listening. <laughs> I just realized I did that and you can hear it. Anyway, um, I was just thinking, Shadi and I watched the film recently. It's called So, it, and it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, but hopefully it will come out soon so everyone can watch apart from just being on Disney+. Plus. But if you haven't got Disney+, Plus, you can do a trial, I guess. This is not, uh, we're not being sponsored to say that, by the way. <laughs> but it's such a great film. So, so good. And it talks a lot about creativity. And I don't want to spoil it, but it's just amazing. It's really good. It talks about life, creativity, purpose in life that we have. And I thought it was quite encouraging and just nice to watch, isn't it, Shadi? Yes, it's really beautiful. Okay, guys, you have been listening to Plans for Take care and until next time, goodbye. Bye.